With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's go. Huda, and welcome back to Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as usual, Brennan Ertle. Today, I have a very special guest with me today. I have Dr. Sharif Taba. The players call him Dr. Reef. He's a physical therapist slash NFL trainer. He trains the likes of Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, Ken O'Neill. The list is very long. Doc, Dr. Reef, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And like, right, let's just jump right into it. The thing Saints fans want to know about what you do with Alvin Kamara is the crazy drills we see on social media. And when we watch Alvin do those drills, it looks unhuman. He looks like an alien he's sitting on the ball, catching the colored sticks. Uh, he's on the just different balancing things you do. It looks ridiculous. And it shows on the field. Just talk to us about like the drills you do with Alvin every week. Yeah. So Alvin's an amazing athlete and he's really fun to work with. He's uh, always looking for a new challenge and a new way to, to push himself and push his limits. So, um, you know, it's always my job to find a way to do that. Um, and while also, of course, keeping it functional and focusing on, you know, different ailments that I, I want to attack. So, you know, we start every, every off season the same. We begin with a total body evaluation to kind of get an idea and a benchmark of where his body is currently. Um, review any bumps, nicks, snacks, bruises, stuff like that, uh, injuries from the year before, um, and really hone in on those areas. Um, from there, we just develop a plan of putting the pieces back together early on in the off season and, and kind of progressively increasing the intensity over time. So, uh, you know, this year was definitely a tough year. It took a couple of injuries and, and his body was a little bit more beat up, but, uh, you know, it took us a little bit longer to get things kind of rolling in the beginning there, had to correct a few things. And uh, typical Alvin fashion quickly he got back on his old uh you know his old to his old ways and we were we were pushing the envelope again that's awesome it definitely translates straight to the field has this offseason looked a little bit different um not just even COVID just Alvin come in with some some injuries this year maybe not in the past he's been banged up he's had these problems what has this offseason looked like if it's looked different than the past off seasons yeah I mean like we said, you know, he had, you know, the uh, the injuries to the ankle and knee that, you know, had he had played through and pushed through and had some some trouble with um, throughout the year that was leading to compensation patterns. I mean, he's been quoted to say he was playing at only about 75% on one leg. So, uh, you know, it's a challenge to to push through those kind of things. So for him, his body was finding a way to make it happen. But down the line, 
that leads to compensation patterns that we need to go ahead and address and correct because my number one goal before any of the fun crazy stuff is is get him back to even you know make sure his right side of his body and his left side of his body are, are even with strength mobility range of motion flexibility all that stuff and then uh from there being able to to progress our exercises um so this year he definitely took a little bit more uh, time than normal to kind of get back to what I would call regular Alvin. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we spent a little bit more time early on with manual therapy, corrective exercises, you know, using different neuromuscular, uh, neuromuscular activation techniques, using different um, tools. Like we use this something called the Nehab that, that provides electrical stimulation to the quad muscles to get the quad really firing really well, get that VMO nice and strong. We had something called, uh, the new fit, which is an electrical stimulation as well. It's a, a little bit more intense. Um, we could bring the intensity really high and, and put it wherever we want in the body to elicit a really strong muscle contraction and then put him through different exercises. So uh, in the beginning, we were put him through the ringer a bit and he was, he was feeling it and getting pretty sore and whatnot, but uh, you know, quickly he, he bounced back. So I was joking with him. He looked like a completely different person when he left than when he walked in this off season. So that, that was definitely a big difference. And of course, you know, needless to say, the challenges with COVID and finding a way to constantly continue our work and our efforts, mm -hmm. you know, as, as we face different challenges and different shutdowns and things like that. So we went from one facility to another facility, to my house, to the backyard, to, yeah, we were just, we were just doing whatever we had to, to make it work. And, you know, he's always got such a great attitude and he'd wake up and tell me, Hey, what's next? Where are we at today? What we're going to do? And, and, you know, we would just kind of go with the flow. Um, luckily we were able to keep his progressions moving in the right direction and, and, Really, also, we had what was nice this year was was that because there was no um, OTAs, we got to have a few extra months that we normally wouldn't mm -hmm. have. So that really got us gave us a chance to explore some avenues and directions that we haven't in the past. You know, we spent a little bit more time doing positional work and, and getting into cutting and change of direction, and then being able to take those exercises and progress them to crazy levels and put up my little twist on it with adding hand-eye coordination or adding cognitive tasks and, you know, challenging him in multi-systems um, and the ways that we have during typical rehab exercises that, you know, we put our little twist on. Now we got to do that with some of our dynamic football style drills. So it was really, really fun to uh, get to take it to those new heights this year. For sure. That sounds like great stuff. Alvin actually spoke to me this week and he kind of talked about, um, his season and how frustrating it was at times. You said he when he when he left your facility, he was such a happy guy. And we know Alvin, the Saints, as some happy, loving guy. The the fans love him, the media love him, everyone loves the guy. And it, into the middle of the season, he like some attitude, like um, maybe some just just not wasn't there. And we're like, what's wrong with Alvin? Like, uh, but we didn't know he had this knee problem because he just wants to come out and perform for his team. And having a lower body injury, especially for a running back, can be so frustrating. And he, him, him being Alvin, he just wants to go out there and compete. He only missed two games, and he said he basically tore his knee against the Jaguars. So, like, what what did you guys do to strengthen that strengthen that knee, or is there other rehab you did with the knee? People want to know about what's wrong with his knee and if it's 100% right now. Yeah, well, like I said, rest assured. Luckily, thanks to his diligence and commitment, which is always, you know extreme um he's he's 100 percent. he looks amazing he, I, i'd like to say i hope he looks even better than he has in the past i really believe that so again i think partly because we got to take things to a whole nother level 
Um, you know, and shout out to, uh, you know, Coach Swayze, a guy he works with also on the, the traditional strength and conditioning uh, component. He did an amazing job with him and really helped him pack on a lot of those pounds as well. Um, so he just, he looks bigger, fuller, legs are big and strong. I mean, when he came in the beginning of the offseason, it was, it was noticeable. It was the first time I said, wow, you look like this year mm-hmm. took it out of you, you know, um, and, and it did. And, and that's, you know, no secret. So, um, like I said, I mean, the biggest thing was, taking our time and, and having this extra time this year to be able to take our time and go slow and focus on, let's just keep it basic. Let's get these muscles firing again. Let's do all single leg strength in the beginning. Let's add on, you know, different functional movements that will incorporate not only strength, but that core and stability and get everything firing better. I mean, I, I put them on some, some balanced stuff and different dynamic core stuff that normally he would crush and he was, he was struggling with and you could see his mm-hmm. frustration and, and, uh, I was like, you know, it's cool, bro. You know, stay, stay true to this. Just, just stay patient. Things are going to get better. You know, we both know it. And he would say, I know, man, I just got to get through it. So um, we had to get through those first tough few weeks. And then we were able to get him back to the good old Alvin that, that we know. And of course, you know, he's a competitor, man. He's a, he's a, mm-hmm. he's an extreme competitor. Um, he's really already one of the greats and he's going to, he's going to con- only continue to excel. He's, he's still so young in his career. Uh, but a huge portion of that is really that just that mentality that he has. Um, that mentality is is something that we see in his work ethic, his diligence, and of course his play on the field. But with that, also is going to come his frustration. I think you know, so it's understandable that he was so frustrated. Maybe not that same happy-go-lucky person that we all know during a tough time when he was not feeling like himself. And I, I can only imagine that if he's not playing at his best it affects him, you know, mentally, emotionally, all of that. So, um, you know, I'm happy to say he definitely was back to being the old him that I know. And I think he's, he left in a great place. I'm really excited. I know he's excited for this year and I'm really excited to get to see it all come to fruition. That's exciting for Saints fans. We've seen the videos of him working out and him working out with like some defensive players. And the thing that we've all been saying is he looks, he looks so much bigger than he has in the past. Uh, People have noticed he has like tree trunk legs and one of his main attributes has always been throughout his whole career has been his balance. And like we spoke about, uh, you guys are doing some insane balance techniques and throughout this season, uh, the Saints training, their training staff was like, get your five, six yards, go down. We don't need anything extra from you. We don't want you to hurt yourself more than you already hurt. And this year it's a contract year. This is where you get it. You get, you get your money or you don't. And he spoke at the meetings like, I'm not worried about that. That's going to work itself out. And I think this is the perfect year for Alvin to get, get his money he deserves. Because, like you said, he's back to 100. He's maybe, you could say, the strongest he's ever been. So what, what do you expect from Alvin this year? Yard, like, stat-wise, give us some predictions. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think that we're going to see that rookie year workhorse uh, – mind-blowing Alvin that we've seen in the past I really I really believe that I think that um, we got him back to a great position health-wise performance-wise and took things to such a whole new level yet again I mean you know every year he amazes me with his ability to progress and he challenges me to constantly come up with new ways to to continue to challenge and progress him so uh, you know something a perfect example of you know last year we worked up to a point where we were balancing um, and catching these these colored sticks that he had to 
cognitively respond to while maintaining the the balance on the ball and all these things. And it's like, okay, well, you clearly can't make that any harder. So, uh, <laughs> you know, but how do we do that? And how do we continue to, to challenge him and progress him? Um, you know, and this year you might've seen, we did, you know, standing on a, a different type of unstable surface there um, a little bit more loose and challenging than, than the BOSU and stuff we had done in the past, which is also amazing. And, uh, and now we, you know, started with a tennis ball on each hand and now he had to throw it up in the air then go react, catch the color I called, throw that back, and then look and relocate that ball and catch that again. And, and it looks easy, but I'm telling you, it's, it's super difficult. Uh, I was talking trash with them saying, how hard could this be? And I jumped in and I said, oh, this is freaking impossible. But, uh, you know, we had a few other guys, you know, that did it, and, and some did better than others. But Alvin, of course, being the, the, the freak of nature that he is, was one of the quickest to uh, master that. But um, just, just an example of how we were able to kind of take things to a different level. And I think that uh, his mental is in such a good place. And, you know, even those freakish little skills and abilities to multitask and cognitively process all these different things has, has gone to a whole new level this offseason. So we have to hope and imagine it's really going to just transfer to the field as always and hopefully to a new level. Yeah, another drill that uh, we've, we've kind of like been all over is the drill with the lights on the ground, the reflective lights that click on and off. And he's on one foot and has to go back and forth. And he makes it look so easy. He's like, okay, I can do that. And I just went and tried it. And like, even where I know where I'm going to jump, it's still hard. And just keeping the balance. Uh, just, just for Saints fans out there, is there any other crazy more drills that we can expect to see? Is he going to be doing like things on his head? What's next? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so funny. He just sent me uh, the other day. He just texted me like two days ago. He said um, someone had posted um, something, I think, on Twitter or whatever. And it's a picture of Dr. Seuss' cat in the hat where he's balancing all this stuff. And he's like, this Alvin Kamara is a great exercise for getting ridiculous. And he sent it to me crying laughing. And, and, and <laughs> that one had me going for sure. Um, I mean, I try to, you know, as crazy and funky as they all look, you know, I really do – have a strong rationale between behind all of them. Um, you know, Alvin's been a guy that we've been working together, you know, four years and, and we, we progressed, as I always talk about, from the point of balancing on one leg on the ground to, to doing all these crazy things that we do. Um, so all of it is just a natural progression over time. And that's the big thing. Um, as funny and crazy as they may look, there are different goals in mind um, as we do them. So, I mean, to me, one of the craziest ones and super impressive uh, was the exercise that you saw possibly where he comes off. He's we're in a basketball court and he steps off of this uh, depth jump. He comes, steps off of a box jump and lands on the ground. And as he lands, he has to like read these bouncing balls. I'm dropping that flash colors. So again, that that's an example. We we're taking movement um, exercises and we're adding this cognitive component to it to stress his body in a way that can simulate the multi-system stress he's going to experience on the field. So not only does he have to run and cut and this and that on the field, but he has to think about, okay, I've got the play. I've got an audible call. Okay, what's the defense doing? How do I think about, okay, now I have to react to the defender came this way, or okay, I see the safety sliding over there, or whatever it is. So how do I stress all these things so that movement becomes second nature and we can simulate better the reaction that has to happen and that, that reflexive reaction time? That's hard to simulate in a controlled environment. If he knows he's going to go left, cut right, and go upfield, it's like, you know, there's no reactive cutbacks there. So how do I, how do we create an environment in which he has to truly respond and react? Um, so with that drill, you know, we assigned, we had a red, a blue and a green option um, with the color on that bounce. And as we, as he steps off the box, I give the ball the first bounce and it gives a color. And then from there, it's going to be right, left or straight ahead over the hurdle. So he has to read that first one. Then he runs up to the next set of hurdles and I'm there with a the ball in each hand and I give it a bounce. And now, based on which arm I use is the direction he has to cut 
jump cut around that hurdle. Then now when that ball bounces on the ground, it gives a color. So based off of that, now he has to decide which hand he's going to catch it with. So I assign different hands based on the, that color. Then to make it even more complicated, after he catches it, now it flashes the color from the impact of the catch, and he has to cut left or right or straight ahead based off of that. So it's, oh, it sounds God. crazy, but this is something that we did in steps. You know, we've done the drill without, without those elements, and it was just a simple left or right cut. Then we added the ball to the first step, then the second, then the mm -hmm. third, then the fourth. So, you know, it, it's just a different development of ways that we can continue to challenge him and, and – I couldn't have told you we were going to do that last year for this year. And, and God yeah. only knows what we'll come up with come next year. But honestly, it's, uh, that's part of my favorite part of working with him and some of my other athletes is, is being able to take the time to develop these things, uh, not only on my own for them, but also to present it to them, say, hey, this is what I'm thinking, and, and sometimes get their feedback. And they might say, hey, that's awesome, but let's also add this. Or what if we did that? Because I think that'll simulate this kind of situation in the game better. I'm like, great. So that's the kind of feedback I love, you know. I was working a lot with a couple of different D linemen um, from the Browns this year. And I really enjoyed when we would go do some position work style stuff. And I would say, okay, here's a movement pattern I want to work on, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a skills coach. I'm not a D, uh, you know, a D line coach. So mm -hmm. how would you approach this here? Or in a game situation, would it be more likely you'd handle this or that? And they would explain it. And I'd say, okay, cool. Based on that, I'm going to tweak what I'm doing to get my goal, but more specific to your function. So mm -hmm. I really enjoy taking it to that level with the athlete working together to collectively to, to create stuff so who knows what he and i will come up with next year but yeah it's, it's some advanced stuff but i know there's players sometimes that think like what's the point of this drill when am i ever going to use this but you i just alvin and dr reef i watched their videos and it's like i literally see him doing this on the field with his routes his cutbacks his catching you can see the same movements he's using on the field that he's doing with your training so definitely big shout out to you <laughs> saints Indeed. fans gotta yeah. love you <laughs> um but another thing I want to ask you is, yes, Mark Ingram plays for the Ravens, but Saints fans still have a, a deep love for Mark Ingram. Tell us a little about your relationship with Mark and if you ever trained Mark and Alvin at the same time. Just talk about those two and their relationship. Uh, for sure. So Mark, uh, Mark's a great guy. We became very close this offseason. Um, Alvin actually put us in touch last year. So um, we, we met and had been a little bit lightly in touch throughout the year. And then we kind of got back together this uh, offseason, finally started working together. Um, Mark and I started actually before Alvin got back down to town. We got started probably in February or March, something like that. Um, and, you know, we were just kind of getting out some of his last little ailments that he was dealing with from last year, same kind of story. And then just really, it was his first year with me. So bringing him into, um, you know, my programming and what we do at Athletics Rehab and, and just kind of teaching him how to um, – you know, generate that core stability and, and engage the core during different different exercises and working on the balance and all, and all those kind of things incorporated into, of course, the basic necessary training elements. Um, and uh, then once uh, Alvin got back into town, you know, I already knew that the two of them were going to want to work together. So, mm -hmm. you know, we often lined it up. Most days they were they were working out together, and um, it was a real blast because their energy is vibrant. You know, together as everybody knows, um, but they also elevate one another. It's, mm -hmm. it's fun to watch because Mark's this OG who Alvin looks up to for sure uh, and rightfully so. Uh, but at the same time, Mark will look up to Alvin in that he's this, this young, hungry, hungry bull who's done amazing things already. And, and they both have so much to potentially learn from one another. And their running styles are so different. So it's so fun to watch because as we go through different movement drills, you've got Mark who looks like he's going to cause a crack in the earth with how hard he hits the ground and cuts. And then you've got Alvin who looks like at any moment he might fall over or spin out and, and, you know, and he's so loose and fluid with his movements. So like, 
it's just really fun to watch and they'll give each other coaching points on top of whatever else I might be coaching them on. And um, I, I just, that's another great example of how I love working with the guys and letting them coach one another as well, because they can give insight that, that I can't, you know, I don't have NFL experience on the field running the ball. So I love to have uh, them be there and, and, you know, give their two cents in as well. Um, so it's been real fun. You know, Mark's, uh, Mark's, you know, extremely, high energy and bring such a fun oh, yeah. element to everything. Yeah. He's awesome. So uh, just, you know, kudos to them. And they just made it a really fun off season. So. Yeah, definitely. It's going to go down saints fans, his saints history, that, that, that backfield, the fun they had, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're around the same kind of weight class and it's just kind of a testament to what they do. Well, like Camara's legs and Mark Ingram's this big wrecking ball. And just, they were the perfect duo. Just, Mark Ingram comes first down, Kamara second down. Just you, It was so hard to stop them. But my last question for you is, uh, Alvin actually is at walkthroughs now for the Saints. Uh, season's coming up. Will you get be able to see him like during the season, or is it a goodbye till uh, next offseason? I mean, that's kind of really up to him. Uh, you know, we've been in touch already. He, you know, he hit me up, so you know, things were a little bit slow as they were getting started, and we were talking about, you know, possibly coming out there and doing some work, so – um, you know, we'll see where, where things go. And I always tell them, I'm always, you know, as I tell all my guys, I'm here for you. If you need me out there this year, let me know. I'm there. Um, I did a lot of traveling last year. Um, yeah, I almost came out there with Alvin and just our schedules didn't kind of line up last year. But um, for sure, you know, and I, I hope to be, you know, Alvin's one of those guys I keep very close just because of the, the amount of commitment he's dedicated to me. Uh, makes me, of course, want to dedicate so much back. You know, we, I had the opportunity to for so many guys, and I really appreciate them all. And I think I have a great relationship with all of them. Um, and, you know, of course, the ones that grind in day in and day out, you know, five days a week with me for months and months at a time, of course, you know, we're going to we're gonna grow close. So um, we'll see, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, last year I came out there and, and got a chance to come watch, uh, come watch you guys beat the uh, Panthers, and it was a good time. And, you know, we oh, had yeah. a nice time out to dinner and, and talked about it and, and, and whatnot. Although he wasn't quite himself, he still had a decent showing that day, and um, it was enjoyable. And, and I hope they open up fans this year so we can come out there and catch another one. I got to say that out of all the stadiums and games I've been to, New Orleans uh, Superdome was like, that was amazing. The energy was electric in there, and I, I had a blast. That might, I hate to say that might be my favorite stadium. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Saints fans love that. And Alvin just fits right in with the character and the city love. And we, we love him here. It's good to hear him that he's healthy. Um, again, it's Dr. Reef. We really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for all the insight about Alvin and Mark. And I'm sure we'll stay in touch about the season. Hopefully, Alvin has an amazing season and re-signs with the Saints long-term. Yeah, it sounds great. I hope so, too. I really do. I think it's going to be a, a great fit for him, and uh, I know the city loves him. So, Absolutely. Again, Dr. Reef, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. Let's go. Don't we know that?